I got knocked out the first time. Second time I won, I feel like I outclassed my opponent. Still didn't get the contract. Two years, fast forward two years later. Download the All-Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights, challenge your friends, level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. All right, man. Let's uh, let's jump right into it, man. Contender series. You go in there. Second round TKO punches. Man, the shit looked like a video game for real. Have, how many times have you rewatched your old highlights? <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I, I rewatched it a, a good amount of times. Uh, definitely. You know, when when you watch it, you know, was was there anything that you you practiced you know in your camp that came out like you can reveal to us now that you know what i mean in the fight that worked really well against cunningham yeah i mean i uh i worked on my striking line. i mean i worked on all aspects of of mma but i really focused on um just staying really tight in the pocket because i know he likes to bang as you can see he moves forward and he likes to throw a lot of punches so um, whoever has a little bit tighter punches, whoever's headed off the center line a little bit more is going to be able to connect. And, uh, yeah, I, I worked on a lot of that in the camp and it showed in the fight. Yeah, and, and, and when you did land, it just seemed like your shots were just more impactful. You know what I mean? It's just like right when it landed, you, you, you when you're watching, you felt it. Like you're like, damn, that dude's tough, man, because you hit him hard. When in the moment, you know, it didn't feel like much. Obviously, after the fight, Couple of the files, like ice in my face, my face was really sore. But when I was in there, I didn't feel anything. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're 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 throwing hard on each other, man. I, that guy's definitely one of the toughest guys I've ever fought. I don't know how many times I hit him, man. He just didn't want to fall down, you know. So props and, to him. And when you, but I oh, would good. Yeah, props to him. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I think he's the one who had that crazy story as well, right? Growing up. Like when you hear about that and you're like, damn, this dude has to be tough, man. He's been through a lot. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's so crazy because during this during this fight camp, I didn't uh, I didn't do any research or watch any of his interviews. I was so locked in, man. I was just like, I'm just going to focus on what I can control, things like that. So when I heard that, like, I think I watched his interview like the day or day or two before the fight. I was like, man, this guy, you know, he went through some stuff. His dad like put steroids into him, man. That's crazy, you know. Um, so he definitely, he definitely came from a rough childhood and, but guys like that are dangerous. They don't have much to lose. And, you know, he came out there to fight and I mean, he, he really did. When did the emotions kick in? You know I mean? You, you went to the contender series in 2019, then returned in 2021. And then the third time you go in there and, and arguably, not even arguably, you had the, the best performance that you could have against the best opponent that you could have. And you get the contract. Like when did the emotions kick in? Like, yo. I worked so hard and sacrificed so much, man, and now I finally get to that next step. The emotions kicked in, I mean, at the very start of the training camp, even, you know, just, just like, hey, like, this is, I, get a, I get a third opportunity. When my manager called me on the phone, he rang me on the phone, he's like, hey, like, you know, the, uh, I talked to Sean and they want you on the show. I mean, the emotions kicked in right away there. I mean, I knew at that point, like, I understood the assignment right there. Right then and there, I'm like, I know what I need to do. So the whole camp was a battle, man. The whole camp was like a, a mental battle but you know everybody goes through that and i feel like i've grown the most out of this camp it was the longest camp i've had 13 weeks i put everything into it and by the time i was walking out there was no more emotions i mean at that i just knew what i needed to do and i blocked everything out and i just put my head down and I grinded but i will say 
in the fight, I was a little bit emotional. I was, we were talking a little bit. We were talking a little bit of shit. I was telling him, like, come on, hit me harder. Like, let's go. You can, I didn't, I, I wasn't yelling it, but me and him, we're, we're real close. We're right here, right? So I was like, let's go. Come on. So I was, I was emotional as, as, as in that aspect, as far as like, I was ready to die. I was like, let's, let's see who's going to stand here. Like, let's throw and let's see who's the last person standing. You mentioned, you know, you, you were locked in. You didn't even, like, watch his interviews. You didn't really watch nothing about him. And you said this was the longest camp, 13 weeks. Is that what you're going to do moving forward? Like, you found kind of, like, your your recipe of you're bringing out the best in you? Yeah, man. Obviously, this is a little bit different scenario because this is, like, my last chance to get into the UFC. But, honestly, that was the best camp that I've ever had. And... I've learned so much from that camp, not just like skills wise, but like mentality wise, like, you know, just with my coaches and things like that. Like, cause I'm not always only training like my jujitsu and stuff. I'm training my mind all the time. And uh, yeah, that's, that's the mindset I'm bringing to every single training camp, man. I mean, the longer I can train the better, but now that I've, I went through that, like it's only, it's really going to be only up from here as far as mindset and, and skill set. Yeah. You said that, you know, this could have been your, your last chance or most likely it was your last chance. Were you ready to walk away? I'm never going to be ready to walk away. You know, no matter what happens, I'm going to keep it. And that's my story, right? That's my story, man. Like, uh, I got knocked out the first time, second time I won. I feel like I outclassed my opponent, still didn't get the contract. Two years, fast forward two years later, try to fight like two or three different times on like Fury and LFA. Those fights didn't even go through. And then finally, you know, did a whole long 13 weeks. So I'm never going to give up no matter what. Um, but, but I mean, things like that, it's discouraging, you know, like a lot of people will look back on that and be like, you know, how would I have reacted? But like, I mean, we're here right now and it's all that matters. I'm happy. Yeah. You, you kind of erase all of that, to be honest with you, because once you step into that UFC octagon, no one's going to really care about that. They're just going to care about what you can do now in the UFC on the big stage. Right. A hundred percent, man. It's about, I, I try to live in the moment as much as I can. A lot of people ask me, so like, what are you going to do now? Like, what's your goal? You're going to, your goal is to be champion. I mean, yes, my goal is to be champion. My goal is to go as high as I can. But you know what my goal right now is? To win this next fight, bro. <laughs> that's it. It's one step at a time and one tier at a time. And that's how, that's how I see it. You know, you mentioned the long layoff, man. Uh, two years almost. You know, what was keeping you away? Like, what exactly was going on during that time? And you mentioned, you know, nobody wanted to fight you. That's another problem that a lot of these contender series guys get when they go back to the regional scene after winning on contender series. Like, matchups are not coming. Yeah, so definitely a lot of that. I think that was probably the main thing, um, not just being able to find a fight, um, you know, injuries, like getting an opponent, but then an opponent will back out. And then, oh, it's too late, you know, whatever. Um I also have been really focusing on my personal training business on the side as well. So that has been taking off a lot of my time. Um, but I just stay training. You know, I stay training. I, I stay ready for the right opportunity. And um, I, I didn't feel rusty out there. I felt like I was at home. And um, I didn't feel tired. I felt great. Um, so, you know, it, it was a good camp. And, yeah, I mean, I had a long layoff, but. I was just training, man, the whole time. I, I've gotten so much better, and I was actually ready to prove. I was like, it's been two years. Everybody's probably wondering uh, what kind of Steven Wynn's going to show up. And I'm glad, I, I'm glad I, able, I was able to go out there and prove to everybody, like, I've gotten better, actually. Yeah, tremendously, man. And, you know, let's rewind back to 2019. You know, that, that setback, your only setback of your professional career seemed like it impacted you 
tremendously. You know, I feel like that highlight was on like ESPN as well. You know what I mean? Like crazy. It's like you never want to be on the receiving end of that stuff. But right. man, he like he's not even in the UFC anymore though. Along Cruz is like fighting for Bellator. You know, I mean? you see kind of like yeah. the path you guys have taken. It's a trip, right? Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. You know, um, that that fight obviously my only loss has taught me so much in the fight game. Like I said, not really. Like I said, not really even physically because I felt like I did great in that fight and. The flying knee caught me and stuff like that. You know, it's, it came out of nowhere. Um, so it's not about physical stuff there. It was more my mental and like how how it trained me to just be. I mean, I mean, seeing that knockout all the time on on ESPN, right? Like contender series highlights and stuff like that, right? Um, obviously, I'm going to accept it. A loss is a loss. Everybody has gone through a loss. Like Elon Cruz has lost now, right? Everybody has lost. So it's it's really into the power of the mind of what you can control and. I try not to think about it. You know, it was a good fight. Whatever. I'm a fighter, and uh, I'm eight and one, nine and one now, and I'm in the UFC. So that loss has only helped me grow. That's how I see it. That's it. Plain and simple. I don't even want to talk about it too much. It just, just helps me. That's it. For sure, for sure, man. And how are you physically, man? Your face like healed up real quick. <laughs> yeah, it's been <laughs> one, one exact week. Now. I, I'm telling you, man. Like I have a great team around me. Uh, I was been doing recovery for the last. I haven't worked out at all. I haven't done anything. Just been recovering for the last six days, and yeah, man, I'm Wolverine, man, healing up quick. How you recover your face, man? What kind of recovery program you got for that? I'm not gonna lie. Uh, the first day, I, I I grabbed a bucket of ice, <laughs> water in there, and I went like this, man. Boom! And just put my face in some cold ice water, and I've been doing that last few days, and. It's been helping. I've been putting some CBD cream on me and uh, I have a massage therapist work on my body. He did a cold plunge today. Uh, chiropractor, Dr. Man, he's been helping me out, getting me right. So my body feels good, man. My body feels good. going to take maybe a few more days off and I'm going to be right back to training, man. I'm, I'm, I'm more hungrier than I've ever been. It's crazy. I wonder if other fighters take that approach like you do. You know, I mean, after a fight, I feel like that's so important. You know, so you could heal as fast as you can and heal properly. So you go to, like you said, therapist to help you out. Get, you know, maybe you're, you know, you damage your arm or something. You know, I mean, a lot of fighters would just sit at home and be like, um, oh, it's not, if it's not broken, I just sit and you know heal. You know, what I mean, they might even trade on it. Yeah. Okay. Well, the day after my fight, my hand looked like Mickey Mouse glove. <laughs> I was a Mickey Mouse glove here. So there wasn't, I wasn't going to do any type of combat, but absolutely, uh, recovery is not just important uh, for the fight, like leading up to the fight. It's probably even more important after the fight. Like, you got to make sure your body heals correctly. I'm only getting older, man. Like, you got to make sure everything's on point. And especially at the level that I'm at now, getting into the UFC, every bit matters. And, um, you know, I take that very seriously. Do you feel like you're, you're entering the UFC at the right moment? Like all of that stuff basically happened for a reason. You know, like there I, I feel I feel like that way too sometimes. Like certain things happen for a reason for certain people, and this could be it. Like now you're ready. But let's say you went in in 2019, it could have been a different path for you. It absolutely could have been a different path. You know, I obviously don't can't see the future, can't see, you know, what what will happen, but I, I definitely feel like everything does happen for a reason. Third time's the charm. And uh, you know. I feel this is the most polished I've ever felt, man. I feel like I really am in my prime. I just turned 30 a few months ago. I'm in my prime. Like I said, not really just physically, but mostly mentally. Like I am the most mentally like focused I've ever been ever in my life because I truly believe in myself and my, my skills.
Um, so I really do feel like it's a perfect time. Did, did the commission give it like any kind of suspension or anything like that? Yeah, you know, they just said, you know, no train, no hard sparring for like two weeks and no competing within the next two weeks. So, um, you know, nothing too crazy. Yeah, yeah, nothing too crazy. So what's the plan now? You know, do you feel like you take the rest of the year off and and like debut early next year? Because, you know, I heard that they're booking fights to like March already. Yeah, um, I would like to get in there pretty soon, as soon as I heal up. I, I do like to stay active, right? Like, I don't like doing that two-year layoff stuff. I, I'm a very active fighter. So I definitely want to fight within the next six months. I'm going to meet up with my coach tonight, sit down and we'll talk, and we'll, we'll see what's up. But I'm here now. I'm here now, and, like, I don't have to worry about, do I have to fight for LFA to do this first? Or what do I have to do to do this? Like, I'm in the UFC. I don't have to worry about where I'm fighting, who I'm fighting. I'm just going to be focused on grinding. And when that opportunity comes up for me to fight in the UFC, I'm taking it and we're going. We're going full force on this, man. This is my run. This is my time. Yeah, for sure, man. Perfect. And any any featherweight vets, man, on the roster that you'd like to fight before they, they take off into the sunset? Not really on the top of my head, man. Like, honestly, uh, I don't, I'm not the type of guy to call anybody out anyways. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm just, my only focus is to work, focus on this next fight and uh, work up the ranks, man. That's it. That's it. Just building momentum, building a winning streak. That's that's the most important thing. I, will say, I would say like my dream fight would be like Max Holloway. <laughs> he's, he's a feather goat. And I've yeah. seen him fight since I was like since I first started MMA. And it's like it would be more of just like an honor to to be in be be in there with him. You know, that would be like a dream come true to fight him. That's it. Yeah, that's a hey, that's a that's a good goal, man. You know, the, the dude just <laughs> Phenomenal. Uh, you know, Fortis, man, it seems like you guys are, are growing. You know, you, you just recently added uh, Kyle Crutchmer to the team. You know what I mean? He also he, – he coaches as well as uh, as fight. Well, he fights, of course, but does he coach as well on the for you guys? Yeah, that's my assistant coach, man. So okay. uh, Kyle Crutchmer uh, joined our team not too long ago from uh, AKA. Great guy. Um, has helped my wrestling – grow exponentially we were working a lot on my takedown defense and now that i'm going back to camp after my fight we're going to work on my you know offensive wrestling things like that takedowns um yeah he's a great coach and we have a great team i have a great striking coach as well charles bird i have a great head coach safe sued and uh great training partners i mean i can't really ask for a better team we're a big family there and every single day i show up to train you know i get a little nervous like it's it's about to go down. Like I, everybody there keeps me on my toes. I don't go in there feeling comfortable. Like, hey, you know, but I go in there, I put my gear on. Everybody's in there looking like a killer. Like, all right, you guys ready to go today? So, I'm getting better every day. I'm getting beat up, and I'm getting better. So, I love my team. For sure, and you know, I, you make a little history too, man. You know, I think you're the the second Vietnamese fighter ever um, in the history of the UFC to be in the UFC. Uh, we have a uh, we have Kung Lee. Kung of course. We had Nam Fan, and then oh, we also right. have, and we also have Ben Win, Ben Win. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm the fourth. Uh, I'm the fourth UFC fighter from Vietnam in there. But I will say, there's no Vietnamese fighters right now. And I think, I really think it's been over five or six years since mm -hmm. there has been a Vietnamese representative in the UFC. Uh, UFC. So I'm very excited about that. You know, 
I'm not just fighting for myself anymore at this point. I'm fighting for a whole nation now. And that just makes me, I mean, that makes me even more fired up. Yeah, I love it, man. I love <laughs> it. Uh, um, I, I, I can't even believe I don't remember Ben DeWitt and uh, Namfat because I've interviewed both guys in the past. Yeah, I, I, I it's just, yeah, it's been, yeah, exactly. Like you said, it's been like five years. I mean, it's been a while. But uh, it's great, man. It's like you're opening up uh, the next chapter for Vietnamese fighters. You know what I mean? The next generation, so to say. We had a lot of time mm -hmm. on, on the way up. So this is, a new, this is a new era. I feel like I'm a new breed as well. Uh, a little bit different than some of the other guys. Um, yeah. So this, this will be, this will be uh, time for Vietnamese MMA to shine, 100%. For sure, for sure man. Yeah, man. Go, out, go back to Vietnam. Do a couple of little seminars, you know, little, you know, do your thing, man. Like take advantage. I think that that's a huge opportunity for you. It's going to open up eventually. Yeah, I, th I definitely plan on going back to Vietnam sometime in 2024. To you know, I've I've only been there once, and you know, I, I speak fluent Vietnamese, and I come from like the most traditional Vietnamese background you can think of. Like I grew up like a like straight Vietnamese child, so I'm I'm I got to go back home and see see uh, see my country and see my people and. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Let me find out. I can catch you on a Vietnamese noodle commercial of Vietnam, like doing a little, you know, yeah. little thing out there. Uh, you know, eat some bumbal way. Man, so many good food, man. So, yeah, great, man. Great, man. Hey, I'm here for it, man. Hopefully, you do get back in, you know, ASAP, make your debut. And, uh, man, just congratulations again, man, on, you know, breaking through and, and uh, continue to work and then representing for, you know, your country, your team, and yourself really well, man. You're, you're a good role model, man. I see, I see that you're doing it by example. You know, and, and that's how I would want to do it. You know, like there's no other single way. Um, I'm going to be myself and I'm here to change lives, to be honest. I'm here to help more other people and hopefully I can help be an influence to them to make them want to step up and do something. And that's my, that's my ultimate goal. For sure, man. Well, you're already doing it with your, with your, with your business, right? Ninja training. Ninja win training is my business. Yes. Uh, I started a, my own uh, company training, personal training business, and it's growing like crazy right now. Like all of my clients, I, I, on a daily basis, I work with people who are trying to reach goals and try to, trying to leave all that negativity out, bring positive energy into their lives. And, it's a great feeling. I love what I do. I love my life. I love that I'm able to have martial arts no matter what I do. If it's coaching, if it's going to be commentating here soon, um, going to be fighting soon. And then you see martial arts is truly my life in every aspect. And I truly, uh, I have a warrior's code and I take that through my life. That's phenomenal, man. Thank you, man, so much for the time. And uh, we will speak again before your yes, uh, UFC debut. Absolutely, man. I really appreciate you uh, reaching out, and uh, I always love uh, getting my interviews in with you, man. For sure, man. For sure, man. Many more to come. <laughs>